Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey everyone, thank you for downloading today's podcast. Good show today everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. What Keep up the good work. Part? So many, too many to choose from. Um, I did like, I always like talking to Alyssa Healy. You haven't spoken have to you, her before. So have you talked to her regularly? No. Not regularly. He's never spoken to her before. You don't know my personal life? I know you have not spoken to a female cricketer. We've spoken to her before. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. No, we didn't. We yeah. spoke to... Yeah, we have. Don't compare them all to another <laughs> one. No, we spoke to uh, the captain of the Heat, which is... Rochelle. Right. Rochelle. But no, we didn't speak to her. Uh, Rachel. Sorry, hon. Rochelle. Claire. Mm. Anyway, she was a good chat. Sarah. Abby. Uh, you're not looking it up? <laughs> I think you're looking it up. No, uh, I'm going to look it up. Um, Brisbane. And we're speaking about the... Captain. <sighs> Jess. I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Jess mm-hmm. is her name. Mm-hmm. So no, we haven't. Okay. I couldn't even tell you who is the captain of the men's heat. Anyone know? Trent? Brian. Oh, yes, Chris Lynn. Sorry. Chris, I was going to say that. For you on that <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I forgot. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right, let's get into it. Here is today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. News, a major southeast shopping centre is now a COVID exposure site. The role of the Mater Public Hospital here at South Brisbane is now an exposure site. Okay, so COVID's not fun, right? And definitely catching COVID isn't fun at all. Uh, Remember before we realised how bad it was when we did make jokes about it? But that was different because we didn't know what was happening then. It was just a thing overseas. Don't bring it up. People don't remember that we did, like, COVID cough or not. A celebrity cough. Yeah, so we don't really really have to. Maddie did say yes, so he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Also, I'm just about to make jokes about it, so if we could just... No, no, uh, but so I, think, I think you can. Yeah, right. Time, uh, what is it? <laughs> Tragedy plus time. Equals comedy. Yeah. Yeah, but we're still in the thick of it, so, uh, you know, this will be funny later. Uh, but um, we're in the midst of another uh, breakout. There's a couple of clusters. We're keeping our eye on all the uh, contact sites. I had to send Stab all the times yesterday, because you know how he's across COVID. Yeah. And, like, and you because, mock me for it until you need me. Well, yeah. no, it's just because it was like trying to translate it's daylight true. saving Completely. to me. Oh, all he talks about is COVID. Hey, do you think we're going to go and lock down tomorrow? Yeah, you're like a little COVID um, oracle. Mm. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> like the squid who predicts who wins the <laughs> World Cup. No, because it's all at Carindale and that's my yeah, no, that's I, my life. I looked at you. You're fine. You're and safe. I was like, yeah, 20 minutes. Mm. 20 minutes, Grace. Um, But uh, I'm always looking at the uh, contact sites and I'm going, okay, these people live a life. They live a life different to mine. Uh, They're going to Bunnings. I don't tend to go to Bunnings very often. They go like three times a day sometimes. No, there's lots of um, BWS and Liquorlands on there. Yeah, but that's that's, I think that's generally across the board in Brisbane, especially during lockdown times as well. But I think I found my spirit animal, guys. I think I found my spirit animal because I love this one. I love where this guy or girl, don't know, has gone. And if he um, or she does have COVID and needs to be locked down, they're going to have a ball. Uh, Because the first place they went to was Rocking Horse Records. So they went there to get some cool tunes. Great little store. Been there for years. They're just off Queen Street Mall. Mm -hmm. I remember that's where they used to have DJ records Mm. downstairs in their little basement section. Mm -hmm. And I could go down there Mm. and spend three days in there just listening to records. Yeah, yeah. So So good. 
Can I just say to anyone who does appreciate music, mm. go to Rocking Rocking Horse. Okay, one of the great Have institutions you got a of music. Player? An old school one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I've got my turn, my original oh, DJ turntable. Well, no, I've got my parents. Like, yeah. So they've got their original one. When you put it on, you know, you got to not scratch oh. it. Mm. But and that's cool. If you'd be like, oh, man, it got COVID picking up the latest yeah. wax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get the new Pearl Jam on vinyl because they released them on vinyl. Then he's popped along to EB Games. So he's going to get a couple of PlayStation games to fill he or she's time. I love yeah. how you keep going he and then could be he or she. You oh, know you who know, this person they, is? Mm. This is a 50-year-old truckie. Well, we, this is the new... It could be. Yeah. Maybe they knew they had COVID. They were just stocking up well, on... Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Stop to keep them busy. Because <laughs> after that, he didn't find the game he wanted at EB Games, so they popped along to JB Hi-Fi. Ah, yeah. Maybe picked up uh, some new gear, a new controller as well. I don't know. No, he um, went trade and save, wanted to get it on the cheap at <laughs> JB. Then he's doubled back. He's gone to um, Free Choice Tobacconist. That wouldn't have been for cigarettes, I don't think. I think this guy's my spirit animal. He's going to get some vape gear. Uh <laughs> Is this you? Hang on, this I looked is at you. this and I went, I'm, did I black out for a couple of days? Uh, because I do not remember going to any of these places. He went to Cafe Mondial in the city, which is actually a really good cafe. Me and um, Kat used to go there in our dating years, and it really good food's been there for years as well. Then this is my, he's gone to Easy Mart to get these snacks for his lockdown well. Get some twisties and some Doritos. This guy's having a ball. And then he goes, look, this is my favourite, and it's an institution in my world, uh, but comics, etc., so he's going to get a few uh, graphic novels to stock up for his reading material as well. Oh. So if if so, they would have had to shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, downside. When's the last time you went there? I go there at least once a month. No, I actually think that's good though because mm. I think when people see that, they go and support oh, it. Actually, to be fair, when I said it, when he or she, he's been at comics, etc., it's a he. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I said. You're the same as a fifty-year-old man. <laughs> well, for quacks, I know. <laughs> Quack. That is my biggest fear. My biggest mm. fear is catching COVID and people realising how lame I am oh, my. from my list as well. Yeah. well. I looked back at my list. Do you, you know? know I've checked you in mm. on the, yeah, last week? Mm. You're on my list. Where did we go? Oh, on, when we were Didn't on the Gold Coast. Did you check me in a few places? Oh, yes, I did. I checked everyone in at, uh, when we went to the surf club. Yeah, but that's that... kind of cool. Yeah, surf I checked club? us in and I looked at this and I went, oh, okay. Did we go to a gaming bar? Good weekend, huh, guys? Gaming bar? Yeah. No, that would have been... That was the casino. The Star Casino is probably called that, is it? Don't think so. I went to a bistro bar gaming. Oh, that just means wherever you are, I had poke. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if I think about it... Kirawa? That's Kira Kira, Surf Club. Mm. Yep. If the three of us... Yeah. If we look through our history where we check each other in... Yeah. You know, like you and I, we went to a... The Brass Maggins McGee (laughs) shop. (laughs) Get the one... To Where pick up it? towel racks. The brass ma- oh, brass no. maggots. Yeah. <laughs> to get vintage <laughs> towel racks. Yeah. Yesterday, mine would be embarrassing yesterday because I took Rory to uh, Indra. We went to Daiso. Oh! <laughs> we went to the reject shop. <laughs> we went to Kmart. And then we went to the fidget store in the middle of the shop. Oh my God, a 12 year old girl's got it. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. One of the most talked about television shows right now is the Netflix. This Netflix documentary. It's not a documentary, I hope. 
<laughs> what is it? I've never heard of it before. Squid Game. It's the, uh, the the show du jour at the moment. It seems to happen with Netflix. You had Tiger King, which everyone was raving about, but everyone's raving to me about Squid Game. So it's a bunch of poor um, South Koreans. They, I think they wake up. I haven't seen it. They wake up in a place and they have to compete in games for money, but the catch is they die if they lose. So they're told, though, when they're collected on the street, from, and I'm the same, but I've only seen the trailer. I'm mm. going to give it a crack this weekend. Mm. From what I've seen, they're told that, hey, you can come compete in these childhood games mm. to clear your debts. There's be one person who wins heaps of money at the end of it, but they don't find out until they start playing the games that people get killed. Yeah. So it's and are the people last... watching it? Like, is it a Big Brother thing? Uh, I think, yeah. Well, there's a bunch of rich people watching it, yeah, uh, in yeah. masks. Mm. Yeah. And so it's things like they play Red Rover mm. and there's this doll and so they run and then when the music stops, they have to stay, stay still. still. And whoever's moving, boom, gets shot. Oh, and then they know that they're dying. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's the time where it kicked in. Because when yeah. you guys were talking about this morning mm. and you were like, oh yeah, it's this new show and I was like, oh wow, and you let people die. I was like, What? Because someone did tell me it was a documentary before in the meeting right. as a joke, and right. I believed you. I was like, this is awful. Yeah, it's hosted and people by are ben watching Fordham. it, and you want to ask how many people like it? <laughs> Eddie Maguire's on board. Um, everyone. Nick Kyrgios is doing sideline comments. Um, Rebecca Madden. Hey, this is a little bit of it. It's obviously in Korean, so you've yeah. got to read the is subtitles. I don't know. I mean, we could have used the English dub, but sure. Uh, no, it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> it's fine. It so I didn't know this about Netflix either, that all the internationals have been dubbed. It can want. be dubbed if you want. Yeah, or you can watch it in subtitles. Or I you did can, it by you, mistake once and I couldn't get it back. You can watch the, oh. you can watch the English ones in a heap of different languages if yeah. you choose. Because it's an international company. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. You can watch Bridgerton in German. Really? I went to that garden because I burned for you. <laughs> I think that was English with a German accent. Oh wow! Is that not how they do it. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Everyone is saying it is going. It's on track to yeah. beat Bridgerton and be the most streamed show ever on Netflix. Mm. Um, so we want to know if you've watched it. Should we put our time into it or not? We just opened the phones. No one called. So, so maybe no one in not. Brisbane is watching well, it. Well, I, I was thinking, is it more Sydney and Melbourne that are in lockdown that are watching it? Or is this just nice to have an over, like, you know, a foreign series? Mm-hmm. That you can watch another country no, and go, meaning, I'm going to travel there when I get no, out of lockdown. No, I mean that people in South Korea are watching it. Oh, so right. bringing up the yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the South Korean <laughs> version of Getaway. Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> should we or should we not watch Squid Game? Alex and Waco. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey. What do you think of it? It is absolutely amazing. 100% need to watch it. <laughs> Do you do the subtitle or the dubbed? So I did the dubbed because mm-hmm. I can't concentrate on subtitles and the show at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the dubbing did not throw me off at all. It was still really, really good. How long did it take you to watch the nine episodes? Uh, we binge watched it in one sitting, so <laughs> may, may, maybe a couple of hours. Wow. Okay. Wow. And, and so because it does sound very strange, the type of show, what is it about the show specifically? Um, well, I love a lot of Korean sort of horror because of all the um, like of the blood and everything like that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But it had a lot of suspense in it. There was a lot of emotions in it. I mean, it's a game type of show, so you've got betrayal, you've got people trying to team up and everything like that. It's mm. just, it's so good. I mean, the South Korean film industry is amazing. The Parasite mm. from there won the yeah. best uh, motion picture last year at the Oscars. They do some really good work. Oh, right. Um, Ashton in the Switch. Squid Game, yay or nay? 
Nah, not for me. <laughs> uh, how far in did you get? Uh, about 10, 15 minutes. Oh, I have heard, Ashton, and oh, I'm going to go. Here, here we go. go. I no. love it. Do you know no. what they say? You have to watch one or you got to watch a half an hour before you get into and it. And I was going to say, I don't agree with that theory. That People have said the first episode is very slow, but then it picks up. And I, I, I agree, Ashton. I'm like, get me in the first 20 or I'm out. That's not how TV works. Well, but it was the same as Game of Thrones. I watched half an episode and turned it off. All right, okay. Mm. See, I, I couldn't get into Game of Thrones, Ashton. I gave it a whole season. I struggled through a whole season. But I was just like, the boobs and the gore were just for the sake of it, I thought. Well, I didn't even get to see any of that. I watched half an episode and all the main characters uh, died. Yeah. Not making sense. Spoiler. Well, it sounds like a bit there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. going to go back in. <laughs> see, maybe that was one you had to give a whole episode to. <laughs> Shelby in Mount Cravat East. Squid Game, everyone's raving about it. What do you think about it? I think I need to jump on the bandwagon and rave about it as well. We watched our first episode last night and definitely going back. Why is it called Squid Game? That I haven't figured out. Mm. I think it's got to do with a game right at the beginning, um, but I couldn't pick up on that, but it got me going with that Red Rover, Red Rover, and Mm. I'll keep on watching it. Okay. I want to know what other childhood games are in there. That's exactly why I want to keep on watching it. Remember we tried to do a giant stuck in the mud and we wanted to do it at Suncorp Stadium? Yes. But we were too concerned, Shelby, about people cheating, which is epically, you know, you didn't go through the legs. Yeah, they did. We didn't say we'd shoot them, though. Um, (laughs) uh, I know that that, uh, Tug of War's in there, and if the team pulls you too far, you fall down. Our producers have said that it's based off a Korean kids game, which is called called Squid Squid Game. Game. Okay, there you go. I started watching it because my son got me onto it and he played the games in through Minecraft or something as oh, well. Right. So it's gone a next level and that is the reason why we knew about it. Right. There you go. Poor kids at school now. Do you want to play Squid Game? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how much money do I win. So only yes, one person don't. said don't bother. Everyone else is like 10 out of 10. It's amazing. Mm. So uh, get on board. Check it out. Squid Game. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We've uh, talked about animals a lot on this show, mm. and the general joke is that I don't like animals, mm. which is not true. I do like animals, but I just don't. We only have one pet cat, <coughs> which mm. is Esther's cat. Um, and we've never had a pet dog in our family. Um, and by that I mean my wife and my children. Um, you came over to my house yesterday afternoon, and my dog loved you. Yeah. S- yeah. Sitting at your feet and... They can't smell that he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> but they can smell, they can, yeah. And I always think of other people's pets, uh, uh, like when you babysit other people's children. You mm. really enjoy looking after other people's children because you do all the fun stuff with them mm. and you play mm. with them and then you send the responsibility home. Mm. But one of the main reasons is I, I don't know why I have a huge fear of being faced with the decision to have to put down a pet. That is the only reason really why I've never gotten a dog. And a couple of nights ago, um, my mum was faced with the decision of putting down our last childhood dog. Mm. So uh, Gucci <laughs> is the dog's name. And then, so you grew up around him, like you would play with the dog. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, mum got the dog. I think I was uh, eight, eighteen or nineteen oh, so when mum when mum got the dog. Yeah. So I'd I'd moved out of home, but I was in that period of my life where every every time I you know, I had a holiday, I would go home. Yeah. You, know, you go home to your parents. So, yeah, yeah. you know, my sisters still lived at home. So it was a, it was a childhood Family dog. dog. Yeah. And last Christmas, our older dog than that, who we had when I was at school, uh, mum also had to put him down mm. too, um, when we were away camping. 
And I thought that was that was hard to deal with at that time because mum was away camping with us and my sister had to get it organised because she was away. Mm. But on, um, it must have been Monday Monday night, mum's dog had had a little thing cut out of its um, stomach and it, for some reason, she just couldn't recover from it. She mm. got clo- so clotting on the lungs. Yeah. And so the dog had to be put down and mum was over for dinner. So I took mum in to do it and my sisters both came and... It is a really horrible thing to have to do. Mm. It's really hard. And my poor mother, I felt so bad for her because that's her little buddy at home. She lives alone. Mm. And um, she was just distraught. Both my sisters are huge dog lovers. They both have dogs. They're their children. And I found myself just, I was standing in the corner of the room and I was just like, this sucks. <laughs> it's really. That's what they always say. It's better to love. It's worse when they're in the oh. they're in the the bed, and you get to have that moment to say goodbye, and then they they hook them up. And did they leave the room? Because that's what they did when we put little Bella down. They, like they leave the room, and they let you have like a little moment, yeah. and they talk about how you're gonna. Well, we were there for take a, it home. Probably there for about an hour, mm. and um, you know, my sisters had a cuddle after Gucci passed away. Mum had a cuddle, and Mum said, "Hey, do you want to cuddle?" And I just couldn't do it mm. because I knew it was going to kill me. Mm. Like just the sadness of it. And you know, I I'm stupid when I'm feeling sad or whatever. And I said, this is why I don't have a dog. <laughs> <All right? laughs> but I just, I, I've never had to go through that. Mm. And the, the vet mm. who did it, he was such a nice man and such the way it was like having a doctor saying goodbye to a parent. I've been through all of that with my dad. Well, I think that's why you have such a big issue with it. Maybe. Mm. And, and I've had doctors talk to me about my dad possibly dying and he treated it exactly like that. So it was yeah. very, their bedside manner of vets, they're wonderful human beings. But, you know, it was the first time I've have ever had to go through that and I just don't know that I could make that decision. Mm. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Did I make you feel better yesterday when I told you my story about my cat? You did. Thank yes, you. it did. You're welcome. <laughs> the one you ran over? The one that my wife ran over. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we were on our way to a, a – we're backing out of the driveway to go do stand-up and she ran over the cat by accident. But the cat was very – like it was on its last leg. It was like, 21. Yeah. 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 Oh, so it was, you know, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to make your wife feel better. <laughs> it's a very, it was very peaceful and it's, you know, as nice as it can, can be to do that, mm. but. It's still awful. Oh, mm. I just, you know, and for people who've had that, my mum has had that dog all through my dad's sickness. Like it's been her, those two dogs have been her best friends. And, you know, she's saying to me, I'm going home to nothing now yeah. and stuff. I was like, oh. Do you reckon she will get another me. one? As we drove out, she was saying, oh, I don't, I'm not going to You're never going to, yeah. But I, I know my mum. My mum is, growing up, we had birds and cats and dogs and everything. So she'll, she'll come around. So to anyone who's going through a sick pet, you know, I feel very bad for you. It's a, it's a tough thing to go through. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dive into designer luxury at QT Gold Coast. Your beachside destination worth waking up to. Has pointed to the spot. NRL Grand Final here in Queensland. Oh, look out! Stab Abby and Matt's under the thumb. Under my thumb. Yes, this is the ultimate test. Who has the power in your relationship? 
you always say it to your mate, don't you? When they go, hang on, I'm going to check with my missus. You mm-hmm. say, oh, under the thumb. But then you ring your wife and you check that you're allowed to go as well. Mm. That's what we're testing here. And it's all around the NRL grand final this Saturday. The Bunnies versus the Panthers. Mm. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Never again will the NRL grand final be here in Brisbane. Scott and Logan, that's pretty amazing to have the grand final here for the first time, right? Oh, you're not wrong. So excited. Now, what are you, Bunnies... This weekend, I'm going for the Bunnies. Usually, I'm a Bronco supporter, but this weekend, Bunnies all the way. Have you ever been to a grand final? No, I have not. All right. Bucket list ticking. Mm. Oh, you're not wrong there. <laughs> and this is going to be one of those ones, too. Uh, much like the AFL grand final last year, where in 20 years' time, you'll be able to be sitting around the pub or at a barbecue talking about the time that you were there for that historical moment. You're not wrong, not wrong. I love my, I love a good drink. <laughs> I think you say I love my rugby league then. <laughs> uh, uh, that too, yes. <laughs> well, the exciting news is, Scott, we have tickets to give you to the NRL Grand Final. Oh, wow, thank you. That's awesome. But. <laughs> what, what but? What, what but? but? There's what a but. You said but. but. <laughs> yeah, you said a but. Did I? <laughs> We're going to go to your lovely wife now, uh, Emma. Emma, Scott, your husband loves rugby league. Your thoughts on rugby league? It's boring as hell. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wow. So here's the thing. Scotty can take tickets to go to the NRL, um, two tickets, to go and enjoy the grand final. Or, Emma, if it is so boring, then you know what you deserve. You deserve to get away. You can either take him or someone else. But on that same night, you can go down and enjoy an epic night away at the beautiful QT on the Gold Coast. Wow. Yeah. So, if he doesn't get the tickets. So what we'll do is we'll just step away for a few seconds now. We'll let the two of you discuss what you're going to do here. Um, and then we'll come back to you. <laughs> um, well, we've got the girls at home, so to go to the footy would be so much easier for a babysitter. It would be. But the Gold Coast would be lovely. Hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. It's up to you, honey. You're the one that makes the decisions. I what? am. Emma, if you just make your decisions as well, I just I forgot to include that you've actually got breakfast at Bazaar, which is like award-winning oh, for two people, so and we'll there. do like welcome drinks, and you can go the QT poolside cabana package, and you can have like two bug rolls and a spritz jug, and just to make it. And now I'm out. Yeah, keep thinking. All right, well, what are you going to say, honey? Are you, Scott, you're really... Nice. You are, you're under the thumb. You're mm-hmm. not even fighting for this, mate. <laughs> well, like, like, at the end of the day, any, one, both of those are really, really awesome opportunities. Mm. <laughs> reverse psychology. Reverse, reverse, yeah. reverse psychology. The yeah. bazaar's there all the time, though, mate. This is a grand final. It's not going to happen again. That That is very true. That mm. is very true. Sorry there, Emma. <laughs> it's all good. I do have to work on Saturday night. That is the bummer. <laughs> Oh, well, what if we called your boss for you and got you the night off? <laughs> Could you get him a ticket to the grand final too? <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing it, Emma. You're yeah, pushing yeah, it. You're pushing it. <laughs> and the NRL's on you Sunday night, by the way. All right, Emma, you've got to make a decision. Um, you can take this weekend away at any point. So are you going to let Scotty go to the footy or are you going to have the weekend away at the beautiful QT on the Gold Coast? Oh, so that doesn't have to be this weekend? No. Whenever you want. Oh, I'll take the weekend away then, please. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
You did say she could make the decision, Scott. You did. I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I know what you're doing, Scott. You were trying to make her feel guilty. You were like, do what you want, babe, hoping that she wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. Well, okay, first <laughs> off, I never call her babe. It's honey. And secondly, I thought the guilt trip was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> He's never tried the guilt trip before. It didn't work. He won't use it again. Oh. <laughs> hey, enjoy your weekend away. I definitely will. Oh, Scott. Oh, I think anniversary's coming up, honey. Yes, it is. <laughs> you should see, Scott. Maddie's over there. So much pain for you. Really thought you'd get the tickets. <laughs> I just feel like a bad bloke for putting you in this situation, to be honest, Scott. Oh. What, you didn't feel bad for Emma, hoping that she would miss out? Not really. You but you know, you but... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, good on Enjoy, you guys. guys. Have fun. Thank you so much. All right. There we go. Dive into designer luxury at QT Gold Coast, your beachside destination worth waking up to every morning this week. Uh, we're going to play this. You can get tickets to the NRL Grand Final or a weekend away here at B105. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. First big shot. Guess who's hit it? Lisa Healy. Catching practice for the crowd. Smashed. And six. That's how Healy plays. KO Sports, that's where you can get all your cricket action uh, live and ad-free. Make sure you uh, get on board with that right now. Today, the women uh, kick off their tour with India. And joining us right now is Alyssa Healy. How are you going? I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, is it true that you caused a little bit of a... uh, I don't know, maybe it was difficult when you were in quarantine. Were you bouncing tennis balls off the wall, catching them? <laughs> I, was, I was actually throwing a golf ball against uh, one of them. So That's... I think Lisa Salaka was next door, so she was she had jack of it by the end of it. But yeah. so you got to do it. you got to do what you got to do. Well, yeah. Is it a concrete wall? Because would, wouldn't that dent the jip rock? Yeah, I found a, a hard wall, and right. the, the other walls were a bit too soft, so I didn't leave any holes. Well, yeah. it's just because this is the norm now for you guys, which, you know, it, for you to be able to play your sport, you've got to deal with all the different restrictions and also the hotel quarantine, which is a new one. But we're talking to the Olympians coming back, and a lot of them were still trying to keep up with their sport. Because mm. for us being in mm. hotel quarantine, I just think I'd catch up on Netflix and it'd be awesome. But for you, you must feel like you can't train. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one, especially leading into a series, having to to do two weeks in a hotel room wasn't ideal. I think the soft tissue injuries that we've got around at the minute are, are probably a big sign that it's not ideal. But, yeah, look, it's, it is becoming the norm. So hopefully um, yeah, hopefully now that the sort of everyone's getting vaccinated, we, we might be able to get some further exemptions to get out and train. But, I mean, you've got to find fun and new ways to be able to do, do your job in quarantine and um, bouncing tennis off the wall was the way to get it done. Because it, um, it wasn't even 100% that this was going to go ahead till quite last minute, wasn't it? Yeah, well, we were, we were supposed to start in Sydney and then obviously Sydney got locked down, so they moved it to Melbourne and then obviously Melbourne got locked down, so it was up in the air a little bit, so we were probably pretty lucky that Queensland government said, yep, come up here. Now, Alyssa, um, Ian Healy is your uh, uncle and I was just mm-hmm. wondering if um, when, you know, it was time to have your first job, whether he got you on the back of a sponge at Hoppies because we know that he, <laughs> he owns all of those. Is that like they get out there and earn some money on the school holidays? Funnily enough, um, 
Almost, yes. We used to come up for a, a wee keeping camp up in Brisbane and one of the days he was, you had to go and work at Hoppies. <laughs> it was cheap labour. Yeah. It was cheap labour for Uncle Ian. Not that we all enjoyed it. You've got some young cricketers there that never worked a job in their life, but um, it was pretty funny. I thought he would have taken you to the nets and maybe taught you a few things, but no. No, he made us run um, a couple of laps of the Oval, gave us a beer and then sent us to Hoppy and Hoppies to wash some cars. So it was a real... Professional effort. Wish he was my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the age-old question, you know, with, with women's sports, and I think I have always see. Look, I've never been into the the test because I can't last a, uh, five that, days. Uh, well, I can't last that long at a game <laughs> if I, the people behind me will um, vouch for them wanting me to leave. I had a few drinks, um, but like I always take the the kids, you know, to, to night games now and mm-hmm. the T Twenty. Do you think that it has just increased so much for women now that it's nice to see women do it full time? Yeah, definitely. I think. T- 20 cricket um, in the last 10 years in particular for the women's game has done wonders for it. It's really uh, expanded its reach, I'd say, and I think it's enabled more, not just young girls, but not more females to be involved and engaged in cricket, like you said, to, to take the kids along to the game. It's a bit more fun, a bit more exciting, obviously less time um, at the game as well. It's enabling us to you know, play two test matches this summer just simply because of you know, what it's done for our games. With women in, in sport, did uh, you girls in, in the cricket world, did you see that story about the under-18 boys who played in the women's competition and caused a mm. bit of bit of uproar the other week? <laughs> um, obviously, you did by that giggle. So the under-18 under boys, <laughs> and they, look, they blitzed it through and they won a lot of the girls and they said that physically it was no match, mm. really, but there was only mm. one men's team, so there was no other men for them to play against. What do you think about a men's team playing in a women's competition um yeah it's an interesting one i think I, I didn't i didn't mind it too much i think people are us as uh as female athletes we're aware of the physical differences between us and the men I, i'm aware why i can't bowl 150 kilometers an hour or hit the ball you know 105 meters like aaron finch does so i'm physically not the same as him so i guess in that regard it was probably going to be tough for, for the women in that the boys are probably a bit stronger a bit quicker a little bit taller probably made it a little bit easier for them. So in that regard, probably not the smartest move. But, I mean, you know, we we've, we continue to fight for equality and um, if that's the way they want to play it, then, then so be it. But there's no real reason that men and women should necessarily have to compete together. I think there's a few sports out there that can potentially happen, but, you know, some of the sports that are involved, cricket's probably not one of them at the highest level, but... Yeah, we'll have to wait and see how it all unfolds. They also get more time to warm up with the netball because they don't have to cut their nails before a match. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> they they line them all up at yeah. AFL. Yeah. They, they don't have to wash their look... legs either. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. true. <laughs> well, actually, just having a thought, because social sport, um, is there's mixed teams now. Mm. Like, I wonder yeah. if we'll get to a point where once the women's league is up in all sports and running the way it is, whether then it would start to branch out where you do have, say, mixed versions of well, I think mixed is wonderful to be able to do it, but yeah. Because it's not professional. It's never really been professionally, but that, that might be an interesting thing down the track, do you think? Yeah, I, I couldn't see why, like I said, there's a number of sports that that could potentially happen. Obviously, rugby union, just watching the Wallabies train, probably not one of them. I'm not going to go out there and line up against the, the size of those blokes. But I wouldn't line up is, against the Wallabies uh, women's team, Alyssa, <laughs> so I'm with you there. <laughs> no way. No way. But uh, it's definitely at a social level, I think it's a great idea and um, I'd hope to see more of it. Well, hey, lovely to talk to you. Um, KO Sports is where all the action is to see the Aussie women take on India. Uh, Alyssa Healy, nice to talk to you this morning. Thanks for calling through. Thanks so much, guys. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Abby, uh, ironically, that is a lovely jacket behind you that you have there. Hmm. Everyone comments on it. So this jacket is one that Stav bought as a bit of a fail. Did you know it was a woman's one or was it just too small? Is it a woman's one? It's just too small, I think. I think it, I thought I don't it was know. a guy's one. I don't know. Everyone keeps saying how great it is. So I get um, Stav's mistakes <laughs> um, on eBay. It's... I mean, you got a medium. I thought it was a woman's. Guys, okay. it's 2021. A jacket can be whatever it wants. That's a good point. Fashion wear. Maybe is that is actually a pair of it's pants. Generally, the, si- the side fair, that the zip is on is how you tell. The label doesn't say because it's in Chinese, mm. and I can't read that. Oh, so. yeah, Chinese, man. They're not overly big no. human beings. Yeah, yeah but you do so many fails buying online. I don't know why you insist. You've even got your own opener that didn't have to be made up for today. No, that's true. Because it was the um, magnetic cube coffee table that I... You got ripped off on. Doesn't 150 exist. bucks. Never got it, and then I looked online. Did you get your money back on no, that? No, 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 no. Uh, I just let that one go. It's one what? of those ones, do you, do you um, continue to look for your stupidity? Or no, but you, you closed down your credit card. Do you remember when I bought a, um, a country road dress, and it was a pretty... I thought, that's a really good bargain, mm. you know? Size eight, and I got it. And I was like, that's what I'm going to wear to this high tea. Mm. How much was it? No, well, it was a bargain. It was it was eighty dollars, and normally the dresses are a lot more. It was 100. a kid's one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came and I was like, oh. but did, did, did you look good? <laughs> <laughs> it is the era of mask wearing, and as we keep on getting told, masks aren't going anywhere for a long time. And um, you know, if I'm going to wear something for a long time, you guys know me. It's got to do something. It's got to have some sort of thing to it where it can oh, look, it's stand a out from the well, crowd or, and have people go gee that's cool or just just something with a little bit of a oh look it's got led lights and it can smile when you push a button uh, or something are you talking about like i always thought it was really cool those thongs you could get at city beach where underneath you know, it it's a bottle opener something like, like that yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of fancy yeah. it's a bit bogan but also everyone's like cool yeah so uh, i was um, shopping online and these ones popped up and abby i've sent you a link to the um the website for what they are and what it is is um it's a face mask uh for the COVID era but it doesn't go around your ears it's just got one strap that goes at the base of your neck oh my god so we were we're all seen these really because we were on a walk and he told me about this and i said what do you mean he goes it doesn't go at the back so it just hovers there i said how does it work he goes I don't know, but it's going to be amazing. I said, it doesn't make sense. So it doesn't tie behind your ears. No. It doesn't go behind your head. No, it goes behind your head. It goes to the base of your neck. And then the other cool feature, if you scroll down to where the video is, um, when you take it off, you just pull it away from your face, snap it in both directions, and it becomes a neck band. So it stays on you all at all times. Yes. And then when you need to mask up, you lift it up on your face, yep. put it on. L- lift it up, snap it like that, and it goes Why do you always go to the dodgier sites? Yeah. So... I mean, we've got the link, but I'm assuming you've got one here. Do you know what this is, though, Maddie? You know the people that would watch daytime TV and watch. Have you been struggling putting on your mask over your ears? That's where he shopped. Did you get some good steak knives? What about your ab roller? So I got three. One for each of us, because they look so cool, and I wanted us all to be mask buddies. Yeah, yeah. And I've got yours here today, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with how they match up to what's on the um, thing. Okay. So try them on. There you go. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you're saying you're it's saying this is a, a win. This is not a fail. <laughs> you try it for yourself and you decide. So it's got like a fanny pack clip on it. So yeah. imagine a bum bag. It almost <laughs> looks like a bum bag. It looks nothing. I couldn't even work out how to put it <laughs> put you're it on as a, as a mask. And then look at this, because on the she looks so hot in the commercial. So then she just pulls it up and, sna- and, and then you're gonna snap it. it. You snap it, and then it goes into a band. So that bit kind of no. 
How's your... Do you so, got yours on? So mask-wise, mm. I think I like this because it's covering everything. Yeah. And I always get really worried about my ears getting pulled forward. Okay. Like, we're all going to have wing nuts, yeah. you know, next year because mm. we've all... So now what do I do to make it... Uh, well, just pull, it pull, it, pull it out and then snap it like that. Okay, so just pull it out. Pull it out and... Snap. And then it's supposed to be tied around your neck. And then you can wear it as a, he- a, as a neck band necklace. A... I mean, it did just punch me in the throat. <laughs> so now, now I'm... <laughs> I couldn't even get it on my fat head. I couldn't... I, that's, that's the longest length it goes, and what it is... wouldn't fit on my head. What's the sticky thing And then for? that's the other thing. The, the brace is stuck on... Don't take that off. That's holding it together. <laughs> it's stuck down with Velcro sticky stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. The thing that even blows my mind more is it would have cost... Like, even if it's a scam, that still costs money to produce. Why go to the effort of making something that doesn't work? Because there's people like you that buy it once and they make their money. I just, just don't get it. I don't Stop hate it. Stop buying dodgy stuff online. I it's don't like, know they're dodgy until I get you, them. That's, okay. <laughs> but I think everybody knows that's dodgy. Well, I didn't. Look, and look, at the concept looks good. You snap it shut and then you, you can walk around without your mask on. Why has it got stickers on it? That's, that's, that's the, the thing. That's we just what's said, holding that's, it together. Yeah, don't take it apart. Don't take that apart. That's what's holding it together. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. So I'd like to do a thing here where we make me feel better about myself. 131060, what's your online shopping fail? We've all had them. Abby once bought, uh, what was it, eight kilos of sweet potato? Because you wanted eight <laughs> sweet potatoes. <laughs> I've bought a jacket now that's two sizes too small, two masks that don't work, and a coffee table cube that didn't arrive. It's never going to arrive. And it should have been worth $10,000, and I paid 150 bucks for it. And my favourite was when you did the poster but didn't realise it was in US dollars, so you <sighs> had to pay double. Yeah, that was expensive. And wasn't the poster just an A4 printout that someone did off their, like, um... <laughs> that was someone else. That was a main of mine. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was Brownie. Yeah, brownie. Yeah, no, yeah, sorry yeah. about that. All right, 13, 10, 60. Um, tell us right now, uh, what have you accidentally ordered? Hey, Renee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, did you, what did you buy online? My mother-in-law. It wasn't me. It was my mother-in-law. She goes camping, or well, not camping, caravanning, and thought, oh, portable washing machine. This looks really cool. It was collapsible, had a little agitator. It arrived and it was a salad bowl. Uh, <laughs> How much did she pay for it? About $60. Oh. Was it at least like a salad spinner? <laughs> no. Oh. It was a collapsible salad bowl that would fit possibly a Caesar salad mix from Coles in it. Oh, man. And, and that's you, an expensive salad bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to remember the first rule. If mm. it's too good to be true... It probably is. Yes. Yeah, you know. She hasn't learned her lesson. She still does it. We did say that to Stav when he said that he was getting those magnetic tables. We're like, how does it hold up? He goes, it's magnets, It's guys. magnets, baby. It's magnets. Magnets. Yeah, they should have been worth $10,000. I paid $150 bargain. There was no red flag there. <laughs> Jessica, in Astley, what was your online fail? Okay, so you've heard of people sleepwalking and sleep talking, but I literally ordered something I'd never heard of in my sleep. No, really? Oh, what? Okay. Yep. So, have you guys ever heard of needle felting? No. No. No? Okay, well, it's basically like you stab a whole heap of wool fibres, oh, sorry, cotton fibres, like a million times with these little pins, mm. and it like forms a little, like, figurine sort of thing, like, depending on how you shape it. Yep. Um, so I ordered that online in my sleep, woke up to a confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, during the night, I must have transferred the exact amount of money into my account for this to be bought. Um, and then instead of getting it delivered to my place, I got it delivered to the post office just across the road from me. 
Um, now, Jessica, if my yeah. wife told me this story, I'd be like, babe, you bought it. You don't need to come up with this big elaborate story for wasting money. I was single when I bought this. I decided okay. to give it a go because it looked interesting, and honestly, I'm getting orders for people to make me things. Look oh, at that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Dream just about Pokemon that. for days. Mm-hmm. I was just speaking yesterday at the hairdressers, wow. and apparently people sleep shop. You know how we've asked about, like, do you sleepwalk, and yeah. people say that they bake. Apparently some people sleep shop. And, you know, it sounds like an yes. excuse, doesn't it? There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's hard one of those things. Your the books what? that keep arriving at oh, my house and yes. I don't know where. Maybe I'm sleep buying them. Possibly. Mm. Hey, Mel. Hi. What did you order? Um, my son loves driving those cars that you can control yourself. They um, sit in it, and when they're old enough, they can control it. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, yeah, through his first one, and there was this dinosaur one, and I thought, excellent, this is going to be great. $100, that's pretty good. Um, waited, it never arrived. I kept messaging them, and... Then one day I had a small parcel in the mailbox and I thought, oh, I haven't ordered anything recently. What is what is this? Mm. I opened it up. It can sit in the palm of my hand and it's a dinosaur car with a ripcord. Oh. oh, so like something you would get in a Happy Meal. Yeah, yeah. Like it's cool if I pay $10 for it. Yeah. But, um, a hundred bucks. I hope you hadn't done that thing to go, look what mummy bought you. Oh, my God, when mm-hmm. it gets here. It was supposed to be for Christmas last year, and I was oh. like, oh, it's only for There we go. Well, you know what? Let's just stop buying things on the internet then, everyone. Let's just commit right Rubbish. now that we're not going to do it. No way. No, nah, can't oh, do it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you imagine a world without lawyers? I'm not sure I can afford a fancy lawyer. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? I want to be a lawyer just like you. I hope we're not paying him by the hour, hey. Uh, but we were talking about this yesterday when uh, we learnt out that the police commissioner here in Queensland was facing a legal battle as a group of some police officers and other citizens uh, civ- citizens that worked at the police office uh, trying <laughs> to sue. Civilians, that's what I was going for. Are trying to sue because it's coming in that they have to get the COVID vaccine and they don't feel comfortable with it, they don't mm-hmm. want it to be mandatory, so they're trying to work out whether it is discrimination. Mm-hmm. So we thought, why don't we actually find out if it is? Uh, Johan Kalanto, who is a criminal justice lawyer, is this going to be a first that someone is going to take them to court and suing them, making the vaccine mandatory? Well, good morning, everybody. How are we? Good, sir. Um, it, it is, look, it's not the first. It's, it's, there's actually a case happening in my state of New South Wales in actually two hours where this, uh, a similar sort of issue has been put. So essentially what's happened is the New South Wales police, uh, sorry, the Queensland Police Commissioner has said, we need you to be vaccinated because if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be able to do your role. Mm-hmm. And it's seven people that have put together, I guess, uh, an action uh, asking for a relief from the court to interpret the to interpret whether the public health orders in Queensland are lawful and can ask that to happen. And um, it's going to be an interesting one because I believe in my research, about 10% of the police force isn't comfortable with getting the jab, which means that there's a real public interest issue of what will happen if um, people refuse to, to get it. My friend's a lawyer, but she works for banks, a very different type of law. And she was, I said, can it be introduced to every workplace? And she said that there's going to be a case for if your workplace has allowed you to have flexible working arrangements and maybe working from home, that they might not be able to force you the same way as people on the front line, like nurses, nurses or police can't. officers who can't work from home. Would that be true? 
Let me be very clear. No one can force you to get the vaccine. You need to give informed consent if you are going to be vaccinated. However, there are certain jobs and roles, as you've pointed out, where if you're not vaccinated, you prove you, you may very well be a danger to other people because you may be spreading the virus and you might um, you might be doing harm. And therefore, those workplaces and certain industries where it's much more likely to spread can say, well, OK, you don't want to be vaccinated. That's fine. That's your choice. But you're not allowed to come to work. Mm. So it's a it's it's. You, you, it, it's very important for people to understand they don't need to be vaccinated. However, there's a consequence. Yeah. And it's not going to be like it was back in the, you know, previous to the COVID pandemic that um, this situation will not arise. So if your role doesn't require you to come into contact with people, you've probably got a much stronger argument to say, well, actually, I don't come into contact with people. I'm not comfortable with what's in this uh, particular vaccine, um, you know, for whatever reason. Um, I, I therefore am asking not to, you know, not to be vaccinated. They probably have a stronger case. It will. Every single case rests on its own merits, and the Fair Work Commission, um, the various federal courts are dealing with matters like this by the bucket load at the moment because it's a new situation. Yeah, um, it's fundamentally something we've not seen. The one situation I would um, would, would me be concerned about would be the the one percent of the population that medically and legitimately can't get the vaccine. If any of those were frontline workers. Do you think that the, there would be an onus on employers to find them other work as opposed to getting them to have to quit? Absolutely. If you have a medical exemption um, and it's quite hard to get um, or you have a religious exemption, you, uh, you are the same as someone who is vaccinated and it is discrimination to treat you any differently. So if a person has um, any, you know, any eligible um, exemption, they are not to be treated any differently and the employer needs to find them work that they can do safely and or make other arrangements to enable them to do their role. Mm. I guess on the flip side as well, we're going to start to see court cases as well from businesses who refuse to serve um, unvaccinated people. Because we saw it happen, you know, when gay marriage came in, they put Mm. in the laws that bakers didn't have to make um, wedding cakes if they had religious reasons or whatever. Do you think we'll be in the courts, businesses will be in the courts for refusing unvaccinated people the opportunity to be served or use their business? A decade ago, when I was in law school, uh, before I began pri- uh, private practice, we did not have same-sex marriage. We did not have cryptocurrency. Mm. One of my cases at the moment is a divorced couple arguing, o- a-, a divorced same-sex couple arguing over the cryptocurrency wallet. <laughs> it's a it's a reality that as times change, so does the law. And I am certain there's going to be many, many cases mm. around what is and isn't an employer's right to deny service. Is it? I mean, prima facie, if you look at it from a high level, it is discrimination to ask someone their vaccination status. It's mm-hmm. like asking someone their HIV or AIDS status. It's inappropriate and it shouldn't be your business. But Sorry. because of the risk of the, the, the spread of the Delta variant, we are, we are kind of flipping that on its head. So it's a really interesting legal landscape where there's going to be a lot of questions and problems that need to be solved. Mm. Oh, lucky the courts weren't busy enough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good for business, isn't right? it? Isn't yes. It? Wow. Uh, good on you, mate. Hey, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for calling through. Wonderful. Have a great day, guys. Bye. You too. Thanks. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. For those long-time listeners of the show um, and maybe listen to Tradie Chat Tuesday, mm-hmm. it's on a Tuesday, which mm. is how my husband introduces it. Yeah, you should listen to me. I do Tradie Chat Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. And they go, yeah, yeah we kind of got that from the title. 
Uh, but he's got a, a bit of a thing with a girl called Wendy at Bunnings. Mm. I've never met her, but, you know, he loves her. He can never let your wife need you, side chick. <laughs> he gives her, you know, she gives him presents, like Bunnings hats, and I'm like, I don't think she bought them, but anyway. Yeah, so Will Smith, Jada Smith yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of situation. So yesterday there was a lot of lists of COVID hotspots, and we want to do the right thing, go through the list in quite detail, get all our check-in, make sure we weren't there at the right times, because mm. it was touch and go, because, mm. you know, Carindale and Bunnings were always there. Mm. And I said to him, like, can I have a time? And he goes, oh, no. I said, yeah, but I think it'll be all right. And he goes, oh, no. Is Wendy okay? <laughs> I said, I don't know, mate. Like, go and see him. He goes, I will. I was like, I was joking. Like, I think she's all right. <laughs> like, that's his first thing. Not like, what time was it? <laughs> Is Wendy okay? Did he ask you how you were feeling? No. no. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> As you know, my lawn is my life. Mm. Outside of my family and this job, my lawn's really all I've got. I wasn't joking what I sent you yesterday. What? A world record oh, for yes. how mm. many people are mowing at the same time, and it was only 50. 50? I thought we could do it. Easy. easy. Yeah. We've got more than 50 people who work here. If you, I mean, if you guys... Suncorp, the Gabba. <laughs> my backyard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to have that as your world, as a world record, I'm happy to be part of it. Oh, it was for you? Well, what, you don't want to be part of it? Oh, I'd, I'd get, yeah, I'd, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever I, I want. I could mow a lawn. <laughs> um, but rain, you know, I'm excited about this rain. But it just, I don't trust it. A severe storm got cancelled. It's the thing, they say there's a storm coming, yeah. you know. I had my sprinklers on, on purpose, and I washed my car, because usually you do that, the rain comes. My neighbours are like... This guy's a loser. He's watering his yard. There's rain coming. Mm. So I was like, no, I'll turn him off. And then it didn't come. Yeah, the storm didn't fill out its declaration pass properly. It got turned <laughs> away at the border. <laughs> <laughs> Your excitement over that. <laughs> here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> thanks. Not today, bro. No, thanks. <laughs> my wife and say, do we need anything while I'm on my way home? Because we do pass some shops and normally it's like bread and milk or something. She loves silver beet. She eats silver beet every, every day, get gut healthy and stuff. So it's normally silver beet because that stuff goes. So I had three or four things to get yesterday and I thought, cool, went to Coles. I'm walking there and I thought, don't need a basket. It's literally, it's just like bread, milk, a tub of yogurt. I can carry that. You never see a woman do this. Halfway through the shopping, got a follow-up text. Oh, we actually also need some jam and some something else. I'm like, I'm still okay. I'm still okay. You still there? Because we also need some cheese and blah, some blah, some blah. Get to the checkout with a cradling. Because I couldn't go back. There's no point going back to get a basket. And then they go, do you have a bag for this? And you go, no, I'll just carry it <laughs> I'll just go. That's how I do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to balance it on my head when I get out of here. So, <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. Stop. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.